Welcome to episode 239 of the X-Files Retrospective Podcast, released through Bureau 42. I'm your host, Blaine Dowler. This time around, we are looking at season 11, episode 7. The official title is RM9SBG93S or ZXJZ with capital lowercase. If you decode that from base 64, it actually says followers. The average IMDb user score is 8.1 out of 10. The original air date was February 28th, 2018. And the entire episode takes place in Maryland and Virginia, mostly in the homes of Mulder and Scully and in the city of Washington, D.C. The pre-credits teaser tells the true story of Microsoft's Tay, an artificial intelligence that was on Twitter for a while, that learned from the way people interacted with it and rapidly became very racist. I suspect because a lot of the pro-racist people on Twitter are actually bots who respond very, very quickly. So they were just able to overwhelm the actual human conversation. Not that the human conversation didn't have racist elements as well, but I suspect that's why it turned so bad so quickly. Anyway, following that legitimately true story, we get Mulder and Scully in a robot sushi restaurant. And a lot of the episode is almost mime. There's very little dialogue. And Mulder and Scully are in the restaurant. Mulder chooses not to tip because they got his order wrong. And on the way home, they have some issues. Scully orders a self-driving cab, which drives far too quickly. And they both end up being attacked you know, one attacker is actually a robot vacuum that shows up in Skelly's mail that she didn't order that maps out her apartment or her house, even though the display says apartment. Mulder is accosted by a series of drones. They are told their passwords are not working and they end up working together, getting chased by a large number of robots. And ultimately they manage to save themselves by finally giving the robots a tip from that sushi restaurant. Once they do, then everything is good and they are left alone. So this episode has little or nothing to do with the ongoing narrative, but it is enjoyable with some beats played for comedy and some legitimate suspense and thrills. Now, as far as the production crew are concerned, this episode is directed by Glenn Morgan, While he will act as a producer right to the end of this series, this is his third and final act as director, at least as director in the X-Files. Now, the episode was co-written by Kristen Cloak, who is someone we've discussed previously. She appeared as Melissa Rydell Ephesian in The Field Where I Died. We discussed her work then. She was also the star of... Space Above and Beyond, which was created by Morgan and Wong and appeared in Final Destination, and is now married to Glenn Morgan, and has been for several years. So we did discuss her career at that time. This is only her second writing credit, her only X-Files writing credit. She also wrote two episodes of Intruders. Now, she co-wrote this episode with Shannon Hamblin, who's a writer assistant on this season of the X-Files, This is her first writing credit. Her second is a short film, Texas Two-Step, that came out in 2019. She also has appeared as herself in 
several shorts, mostly around the X-Files, and has been a writer's assistant on X-Files, Lore, and Make Your Mark, Shake It Up, Dance Off. The guest cast here is very limited. The only other person with an on-screen speaking role is Candace Churchill. She's got maybe one or two lines as the waitress at the end of this episode. She does have 97 acting credits to her name. She is still active today. She is best known for her work in Jennifer's Body, Firewall 2012, and The Tooth Fairy. This is her only X-Files credit. The other people that we hear in this appear as voice actors. So Ashley Lambert is one of them. She is the voice of Bigly Customer Service. Most of her acting work is in the form of voice work, a lot of additional voices. The IMDb says she's got 23 acting credits, but 86 credits casting ADR voices in the casting department. That seems to be her main bag. She is best known for her work in that casting department in The Fifth Wave, The Hunger Games Catching Fire, The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 2, and Divergent. Matt Corboy has 102 acting credits to his name. He is the voice of Science. This is his only X-Files credit. He is also known for his work in The Descendants, Chicago Med, The Shield, and This Is Us. Satara Ate plays the Enormous customer service voice. This is her only acting credit for The X-Files. She does have 18 credits and counting on the IMDb. Best known for her work in The X-Files, Homeland, Stumptown, and True Blood. This is Scott Higgs' only acting credit. He provides the voice of the Whip's car. He also was a production assistant on Real Men Don't Watch Pregame. He was a digital composer in the visual effects department on The Untold, and worked in the camera and electrical departments of Final Destination 3, Battlestar Galactica Razor, and the pilot episode of the Caprica TV series. And I should have mentioned this when we were talking about her writing credits, but co-writer Kristen Cloak is also the voice of Wendy in this episode. And finally, Nikita Wiley is the voice of Guides, G-Y-D-Z. This is Nikita's only IMDb credit of any kind. So this episode does have some inside jokes and nods, including dialogue like Final Destination, which was written and directed by Morgan and Wong and starred Kristen Cloak, along with a number of other things that this claims are nods. If you go through the IMDb trivia, you'll have one person saying that the red eyes are a deliberate homage to HAL 9000 from 2001 A Space Odyssey, whereas someone else says that the red eyes were a deliberate homage to the Terminator. They may have been doing a dual homage. It may just be that fans are claiming that the producers make the same associations they did, and that the writers were just doing more of that whole red eyes are evil trope, especially since once the tip is paid, the red eyes turn green. In any event, this doesn't seem to play a large part in terms of the ongoing mythos, aside from, for some people, Scully's hair changing, so this does have a certain point in the sequence of episodes. And it is entertaining, but yeah, it doesn't seem to be a piece of the bigger puzzle. So that's all we have to say for, let's call it followers. Join us again in two weeks' time when we discuss Familiar. And don't forget to leave a voicemail saying what the X-Files has meant to you. Thank you for listening.